right, second place finisher. Plenty of fans here, Brett, and a solid second place finish. Yeah, I got to shout out the uh, Turn 2 Terror Boards over there. Uh, they're all a bunch of good guys to hang out with, talk to. I, I really like them. <laughs> What's going on out there? It's the Turn 2 Terribles podcast. This is episode 13, and we got a special one for you. I am Jimmy Barr. I'm joined by Chris Lynn, Josh Aaron, Jeremy Zarfos. What's going on? We're here. We're live. Um, got a lot to talk about this week. Uh, uh, we got a special guest today for one. We got Brett Perigo on the show later. Uh He's, he's going to talk about his race career, his family's racing history, all that. He got a lot of good things to talk about. We also got a lot of stuff with NASCAR to talk about. We got the Dirty Old Bastards, uh, Knoxville Nationals to talk about. <clears throat> we got some dirt stuff to recap and also preview. So, guys, how you guys doing? Good. Thanks for having me again, yeah. guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely, man. Yeah. You're, basically one of, you're basically one of the terribles now, so... Oh, indoctrinated. I'm in. Fully. <laughs> you have been knighted. Um, <laughs> Sir uh, let's get right into it. Sir Jay-Z. Oh. <laughs> Diamond in the sky, you know? Kind of like hey. how Jay-Z used to, That's used right. to put the the rock on the, on the necklace around. Never mind. That was bad. Uh, <laughs> let's get right into it. Let's get into NASCAR. Um before we get into anything else here. We had them Watkins Glen this week, the next to last race of the regular season, where uh, Mr. I fell off, Kyle Larson, uh, sweeps the weekend at a road course. Who would have thunk it? You know, it's not like he uh, he has any guy talent just, or anything. The guy just doesn't want it. You know, there's no passion. He just doesn't want it this year. He just doesn't have the fire anymore. I just, I don't. to drive an Xfinity car because he doesn't want to. I'm yeah, not taking, forced him to do I'm that. taking this bait, boys. <laughs> <laughs> keep fishing, Jimmy. It's not happening. Uh, I, um, well, let's start with the Xfinity race, uh, where it was Kyle Larson in first, AJ Allmendinger in second. The story of the race, though, was really Ty Gibbs and William Byron. The restart with about five to go, and just hard side by, my opinion, hard side by side racing going through the. Uh, bus stop area there, and Ty Gibbs and William Byron, who were battling for the lead, take each other out. Kyle Larson then inherits the lead. Um, what are you guys' thoughts on that? Do you, you know, some people were mad at Ty Gibbs. William Byron was for sure because he ended up spinning them. Uh, well, after they spun, 
Uh, Josh, let's start with you. What was your opinion on it? I think it's just good hard racing. I think anytime Ty Gibbs is, you know, involved in anything, it gets looked at with a microscope. But I think that, I mean, it's just good hard racing and through the bus stop. I mean, that's the hard spot to be next to anybody at. So I think it's just good hard racing. I agree. Chris? Hard racing, Ty Gibbs is young. Still aggressive, even though he's shown maybe that he's not the Tigers we saw back in the springtime where many Ross Chastain out there. But um, if you're William Byron, use that as a teaching moment for Ty Gibbs. Don't be mad. I mean, Ty Gibbs is racing for a championship in that series, so um, you're not. It's true. So there's that too. I mean, maybe I guess it'd be the same idea if William Byron dumps Ty Gibbs at a cup race in Daytona next week. I mean, I don't know. Take it. Think of what it is. Jeremy, what did you think? I uh, did not watch it. I was at work and then went to Lincoln. I uh, heard it happened. I uh, saw they talked on pit road. Uh, looked pretty pretty cordial, even though everybody wants everybody to fight after every every single thing these days. Uh, but, I mean, I from the sentiment y'all gave and what I heard, it was just seemed like a racing deal. And that's what happens when you're going for the win. William Byron did kind of get his payback a little bit uh, because they showed it yesterday during a rain delay start for the the cup race. Uh, I I didn't notice it or I didn't really hear about it, but it sounded like William Byron went back and punted Ty Gibbs then after they got back going. Um, so maybe, I don't know, at least he got a spot out of it, William Byron did. Uh, going into that bus stop, uh, Really, the reason why Byron was kind of in the lead there was because Kyle Larson gave him such a good push up through the S's and into the bus stop. So, yeah, it, I, I think it was just hard racing that seemed pretty cordial. I mean, yeah, nobody's going to be happy because they both lost. But, you know, I, I don't I didn't see anybody step out of line or do anything nuts there. That was like, what are you doing? It's a boneheaded move. Uh, Todd Gibbs definitely did not chastain him. So that's. That's a plus. Uh, KR in the chat says, good hard racing is all about a game of chicken. Both drivers didn't blink, and sadly, it took them both out. So, damn, it was a battle. I agree, for sure. It was uh, good hard racing right there. And uh, something about Watkins Glen Band, just with these cars, with, with the cup cars and, and just all the NASCARs, you know, really, uh, really puts on great racing. <clears throat> Formula One back in action this week. Can't wait to hear, hear what y'all think about that. Uh, we'll see if we get time to get into that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we are excited about that. Um, summer off. You have to wait till the end of the show for your time. <laughs> <laughs> so Kyle Larson wins the Xfinity race. Adrian Almendinger second. And in the cup race, the results... Kyle Larson wins with AJ Allmendinger in second. I mean, I th I was mo mostly impressed with Kyle Larson with him having to hold off AJ Allmendinger not once but twice uh, in the closing laps because he is he's probably the best road course racer in NASCAR, one of the best in history, if not the best. To be honest, I mean, I know he doesn't have a ton of wins on the Cup side, but he's a threat no matter what, no matter what car he gets into. Um, Kind of moved uh, Chase Elliott out of the way. Uh, some words were had from Chase Elliott. It was a little heated when talking to Rick Hendrick and Jeff Gordon after the race. It was, 
It looks like there's going to be a little bit of drama inside the Hendrick uh, shop this week, maybe. But I don't think, me personally, I did not see anything wrong with what Kyle Larson did. He owned up to it. Larson was obviously not happy with the way he won. So I think that deserves a lot of credit. Uh, what do you guys think, Chris? Let's start with you. Uh, I think turn turn one walks then you have to go closing restarts you have to go I mean he probably overdrove it but if it wasn't him it was gonna be somebody um kind of sucks to take out your teammate like that like it's obviously outside of one guy that we know they don't take out their teammates you know in the closing laps of races but uh, we only know one guy that does that uh FDS um <laughs> but um Hendrick, they've been through this. You know, Gordon and Johnson kind of had a thing there for a while, late 2010, or towards 2010, where they were banging fenders and racing hard with COT cars. So they've been down this road. They'll figure it out. They're the best two guys in the Cup Series most weeks and the best equipment. They know it, and they know come Phoenix, it'll be them two again. And if you're Chase Elliott, you get the Phoenix, you have to, uh, you don't like it, do something about it. Uh, Durham, I mean, I don't think Rick Hendricks will get mad at you in Phoenix for knocking Carlos up the track. But that's just me. I agree. Josh, what do you think? Yeah, I think, I mean, you're teammates until you're racing each other for the win. And then you're just racing for a win. So, I, I don't, I mean, especially now it's getting down to the nitty gritty and it's getting closer to playoff time and every point matters for everybody. Um, I don't, I don't see anything wrong with it at all. And it's Larson. I mean, Larson really needs a win. He needs momentum. You know, everybody talks about going in these playoffs, like get momentum, get a win late, get, you know, kind of get things Josh. going in the right direction. So, and, and Larson needed that. Don't trigger him. He's waiting. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be triggered. Josh isn't going to be the one but to trigger me. In, in fairness, he hasn't won since Auto Club in what month? I don't in know. Was it March? Exactly. So, he, Josh is right. He needed momentum for these playoffs because – he did. That do, you, do, you, do you think turn one gave him momentum? Definitely enough momentum. Like, let's be okay. All right. Let's relax. All right. So, no, he, he overdrove the corner to try to be, stay in position, right? We agree. Mm -hmm. Locked yeah. up the tires, overdrove mm -hmm. the corner. He, he made a mistake. He didn't go in there to take, or to take out Chase. He didn't go in there to make contact with Chase. He went in there to protect his position and also have a shot out of that corner to be side by side to make a to make a run at the win, right? Absolutely. Just happened to be a teammate. If the roles are reversed 50-50, you don't know what the the interviews go like, but I would imagine he would be just as unhappy as Chase is. Mm -hmm. I, I can't blame I can't blame that at all. Um, it's a good problem to have when you have teammates battling for a win. Right? Yep. I think yep. everyone can understand that. This is also part of that that can happen though. I think Larson knew he gets beat out of turn one. He loses the race. His only shot was turn one. Yep. That's it, period. And that's as far as it needs to go. And competition meeting tomorrow could be a little awkward. But I think they all know what's in front of them. I don't think it matters. I I mean, yeah, I think Chase is obviously going to be pissed because he's the one that got moved, right? It's like a it's like a breakup. The one who gets broken up with is Salty. The one who doesn't, free and happy and good to go, okay? <laughs> like, let's be honest. That's what's going on. And, and I don't think obviously Kyle wasn't thrilled about having to do it, but if it was the roles were reversed, it would be exact same thing. Like we're going for the win. Right. So the, you know, that, the reporter that asked four different times trying to get something out of chase is kind of, 
That's what they want, though. That's what they they want that sound bite. But they're trying. He was also he was also visibly pissed, which is understandable. But it's your job as a person in the media to get that reaction when they're visibly pissed like that. Like that's what you need. You need to get that sound bite. That's what your job is. Right. They they wanted to make something that probably was something, but they weren't gonna get out of him. And after attempt number two, I think that was probably enough, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, I, I, I after the third, I was, after when he did it the third time, I'm kind of like, really, bud, we're gonna get we're gonna do it. Like, I, I wouldn't have blamed even Chase to, to go off at that point, but you know he did did a good job. And look, at the end of the day, their their organization still won another race. Okay. So, and he he's 100 percent right what he said and. Moving on now, do I see down the road Chase gets the chance? He's gonna take it if it comes to the chase is coming, right? I don't think this race even affects what could happen in the chase. I think we get into the chase and it's a chance for a win to move on to the next one. The same thing can happen if any of those guys in the chase with any other else, teammate or not. It's more than it needs to be moving on. Uh, let's be real, what Chase Elliott here. He has made that same move on other people multiple times. So he's been on the other side of that. I He's frustrated. He, he pretty much dominated that race. I don't want to say dominated, but he, he was pretty much the car to beat that race, especially the last half. Uh, he, he's made that move on other people before. So, I mean, you remember when he threw Logano up into the wall? You know what I mean? Like, it, it is what it is. Out of 10, the guy that's mad about a move being done to him, has also made that move at some other time and benefited yeah, it's from it. Hard race. Everyone wants to throw shit about Joey Logano and whatever going six wide at Indy or whatever, which, while stupid, everyone's done it at some point or something similar where you're like, that's never going to work. Why did you do that? But, you know, I don't know. We're chasing that bad anyway. Where's where he finish? I think he finished like fifth. I think he'll be all right. He, he shoved fourth. Tyler Reddish fourth. fourth. He shoved. I was watching the clip before yeah. the before we that. Him shoving Tyler yeah. Reddick just completely out of the way, like didn't even try to yeah. ask him, just completely shoved him out of the way at the, one of the last turns. He was he was pissed. I mean, I understand. Right. Yeah, I mean, I'm probably, I, I think it's just hard racing, and I, everyone's making a bigger I, deal out of it than it, like, it's going to be. I kind of felt. I mean, I know I'm a Larson fan, obviously. I mean, I'm not. I'm not one to hide it, but. I, I kind of felt bad for him because he couldn't even like celebrate the win. Because God forbid. You know what I mean? Because he moved you know, Chase Elliott out of the way. Do. Go look at Ross Chastain and see how you celebrate a win all the way to the Melbourne. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's something you can take from Chastain. He'll just go smack no matter what. <laughs> yep. Uh, I do. I like Kr's comment here. Uh, Porter's pissed him off. Did not need to stir the pot. Pot Chase wanted no part of it, and Andy earned my respect in the post-race interview. I I agree as well. Uh, even though he, uh, you could tell he was so tilted, he was so heated, he thought he was going to Bristol next week. <laughs> Which was... I was hoping he'd go to Bristol next week. <laughs> yeah, so he could just go wreck somebody, and it's okay. More the fact he was going to go to Daytona because I wouldn't want to either. Yeah. <laughs> um. Other thoughts on this race, uh, Ross Chastain. He he's hard to it's getting it is getting hard to defend him. He I mean it was it, it is this one I was didn't. I mean it's just a bonehead. I, I don't know. Is this the one that got Kimmy? I was listening on uh, XM Radio, yeah. so I didn't actually even see it. They didn't even mention anything about Ross until I saw you guys talking about it in the chat. It's just Ross completely overdriving it with cars all around him. I mean, yeah, 
I mean, it was a bunch of victims to that one, but you could see like, hey, it was pretty close. It was tight racing. It was on a restart, going through the bus stop. You could give him a little bit of credit, like, all right, he just moved up a little bit, bumped him, racing deal. But the thing is, is that there's like 20 cars right there in that group that are all side by side through the bus stop, and nobody else did that, including guys who have never run a cup car before until this race. So why is Josh the one? You know what I mean? And and maybe we're now we're just pinpointing on him, but you said it, Josh, man. I mean, it's getting harder and harder to defend him each week. I think you are to some degree pinpointing it on him. If, if Ross Chastain is Kyle Larson at the end, oh, my God. Can you imagine that? If he overlocks turn one and kills Chase Elliott there? And we say kills loosely because he didn't actually. But Yeah, he didn't actually like take Jesus. him out. If that was Ross Chastain and not Kyle Larson, Twitter would be a whole upside down. Chase probably does go off because – Ross is such an easy target now. So I think you're both right. He's harder to defend, but I don't know. He is being pinpointed a little bit for I think everything he, he does. If he makes that move at the end of the race, Ross Chastain does that. Larson does. I don't I don't think he would get as much flack because he didn't actually like wreck the car. Like at Coda, he just destroyed cars and played bumper cars to get that win. Let's be real about Ross Chastain here for a second, and I might get you guys. Are probably, you guys are probably flame me for this, but what has he won? Actually, I mean, yeah, did good at Coda, won a race there. He won at Talladega, which was bumper cars at the end as well. I'd like to see Ross Chastain just go out and damn near just go win a race. You know when he was going to do go, that? Go, go win a race. He was going to do that at Pocono until Denny put him in the wall. He was not going to. <laughs> he was not going to. It was either Hamlin, Harvick, or even Kyle Busch, I think, over him at that race. I think, he I think you're... He's been strong. He's been very fast. I'm not trying to take away from his season, but I'd like to see him just win a race regularly. I think you're right. I think that's what a reason that he doesn't get a lot of the respect in the garage that he should is one. I mean, he's gotten in, you know, he's had contact with everybody in the garages here. But two, he hasn't went out there and just flat beat him yet. And that's when you're going to learn, you're going to earn respect from the guys in the garage when you just go out there and flat beat him. And he hasn't done that yet. Yeah, I, that's kind of where I'm at. I mean, he's been very, very strong every week. Don't get me wrong. I think he's definitely a championship contender. But, you know, especially in the playoffs where his type of driving style is going to, I mean, it could hurt him a lot because other guys are going to be gunning for him. But it also is going to help him because he's not afraid to drive that way. You know what I mean? And he's already, he's already an expert at driving that way <laughs> to, to, to get a win. So, I don't know. He definitely makes it exciting. I'll give him that. And uh, he's definitely talented. Just would really like to see him just win a race. Yeah, but, I mean, you know what? You get, I mean, it, it kind of brings back the whole. Uh, you get in the playoffs, you see that in your rear view. It's the intimidator all over again. Yeah. If you get to Phoenix and Ross Chastain's in your uh, rear view, then you're probably gonna make a mistake looking the wrong way. I just, it's so hard to compare the two. <laughs> I mean, I guess just because we're looking at Dale Earnhardt in rose-colored glasses, you know in the past but i think you're more i think more with ross chastain if you're looking in your rear view you're getting more pissed off that he's behind you rather than you're nervous you know if that makes sense i don't know i'm not a driver (laughs) um 
Another thing, part of that Ross Chastain wreck where he booted Austin Dillon, took out uh, Formula One champion Kimi Räikkönen, who was making his first ever cup start, and damn, was he running well. He was really impressive in that Project 91 Trackhouse car. Uh, he was running up in the top 10 in the second stage. He was looking really good. Um, there was a couple, a couple of those road course guys were really good. Uh, the Rockefeller. Uh, Joey Hand was second had, for a while, right? Hand was up there. Yeah, Joey Hand was up there. Him and the Gal both were running sharp. Yeah, so uh, which kind of begs the question, you know, are road course ringers going to come back? You know what I mean? Just we're kind of seeing it with the Project 91 car too, which is pretty much going to be car for like it's basically gonna be track houses road course ringer car i would imagine i mean maybe we'll get them on some ovals and stuff but there's a lot of international uh excitement around the race because of kimmy and he really delivered it would have been really nice to see him uh in the race uh well what are your guys thoughts on them in short no i think this goes back to with this car being like a sports car and everyone being a fresh start there's a slight advantage there to just like ty gibbs coming in everyone's still learning and the studio get it you learn it um as teams figure out this car and there's drivers keep getting better at it i think that gap goes away again and starts spreading out kind of like we saw like, like four said forever him ron fellows had come in and they'd be top of the board and be in contention to win and then that went away partly because the equipment and partly I think the other drivers just got so much better. I think it's cool to have an international presence, you know, anywhere. I think, you know, who knows what this could lead to, who knows what kind of fan base it's going to pull in. You know, it's never going to make sense for NASCAR to, to go that way. That's just way too much equipment and stuff you could do, but what it could lead to is, you know, maybe, you know, doing, an off-season, one-off race in, like, South America somewhere, you know, an international, you know, we might see, like, a road course in Brazil and just take NASCAR down there, you know, something like that. But, I mean, I think NASCAR's, I think they're doing a good job of just trying a lot of things and doing a lot of different things to, you know, see what sticks. Yeah. Jeremy? Can't hear you. Hey, hey, I'm an idiot. Um, I'm a big dummy. Um, you know, I think it's this car. We talked about this last week a little bit. And this car with the sequential transmission, the independent rear suspension. There's a lot of things that evens out the playing field versus, you know, a guy like Kimmy coming in with the old car where these guys have been running that platform for 15 years. That's a lot of laps for a guy, even if you're not a road course stud, let's say. Let's say you're the seventh best NASCAR guy. You're killing Kimi Raikkonen on that old car because you've been doing it for eight, ten years, right, of road courses, whether it's the Glen or not. This car evened out that field a little bit. The good road course guys are still the good road course guys. But what you're seeing is this this little bit better field familiarity. Not can't say Kimi understands how the car works because he said that. But I think you're seeing those guys can have more success faster because the car is slightly more modern versus that that rough and tumble NASCAR, uh, you know, solid rear axle type feel. So that's my opinion. I think it continues. I mean, it continues until it doesn't. You know, I, I, Chicago Road Course next year, right? There's gonna be a, there's gonna be a lot of buzz around yeah. that. Um, I, I'm I like road courses, and I think NASCAR has gone too far after a few fun road course races. NASCAR went, ooh, let's do it every other week. 
and now there's you know seven of them i think it's too much um i think it will slow down some i think it'll be three to four a year um you know the roval's a waste of time um, I, I think any road course is a waste of time in my opinion but i think you will continue to see more of this happen um and you know the results will determine how long that lasts mm -hmm. no, so that's not there but jeremy just wrapped it up with if and kind of feedback on what josh said international attend audience wise if we're going to run road course races it's going to bring a kimmy right or say an alonzo or ricardo wouldn't knowing nascar they might just go 10 road course races because they're going to have that right. audience there so that's the scary part like, i think four is a great number too but just the way nascar seems to go is they're going to go just a little bit farther than is necessary and ruin it <laughs> i think they got to watch the length of these road courses too i think something like Watkins Glen where it's not 18 corners and it's within two and a half miles of a track. I think that's like the perfect size for these guys, uh, lap times wise and all that. Um, you have a lot of high speed sections. It makes the race go by quicker. You know what I mean? I think that's more on, on the speed of a normal NASCAR fan. Not necessarily like the, the race is going by quicker, but like just, you know, you see more speed than anything. You know, you're not you don't have all these hairpin corners and everything like that that really slow it down um honestly give it a stages like cautions for stages for road courses and i can let you do whatever you want i don't care and that's kind of where i was going to go with the because I, I agree with you guys i don't think it's necessarily the return of the road course ringer but i think that is the biggest wrench of it all is the stage racing is you know that's why you won't see guys maybe there's so much strategy to be played that Right. A one-off team with a one-off guy that's coming in, or girl, whatever. A one-off driver coming in that's good at road courses. I don't think, yeah, they could run it, but with the stages and the strategy and everything, it adds just such a whole other level where you really need the whole team to be on it to, to have a shot. But that Project 91 car is definitely the best shot that any of these guys have in competing. So... Um, any other thoughts from Watkins Glen? I thought it was good. It was a great race. I thought, you know, I think again, it showed is, you know, how impressive this car is. I mean, they're jumping the thing through the bus stop and I mean, just this car is impressive and it's, it's, it's come a long way and NASCAR's come a long way in a year. It was packed. I mean, the, everywhere you looked on the cameras, there's campers in the background. I mean, it looked absolutely packed. I thought I loved the beginning of the race with the rain. I think it was a good idea to wait until they got the cars off the track or the, the water off the track. Kimmy was on the radio. Huh? Is that why they waited to get yeah, off the track? Much, there was too much standing water uh, on see, the track. radio just said lightning. That's all I heard the whole time. Well, and that was the original delay. delay. Right. Then but they said then, another one came right at 3.30, but everybody, they said, we're going to go green, and then and it's gone. Lightning again. I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. but then, then it was just normal rain. They had the guys in the – they had all the drivers in the car. They got them out for pace laps. They had to bring them down pit road because there's too much standing water. It was fogging up in their – in their uh, inside the cockpit and everything. And uh, so they waited, but Kimmy was even saying, hey, this is the best way to get the water off the track is the cars running. And I could not believe how quickly that track tried up with the cars running on the track. The first, first 19, 20, that first stage, the first like 18, 19 laps of that race was phenomenal. You had guys coming in early, switching to, to slick tires, trying to make up time. 
guys staying out, trying to make it a two-stop race. You had all that strategy, hard racing. I mean, you have guys who are on wet tires trying to get into the wet to try to keep mm -hmm. the tires cool. Michael I love McDowell that. The it's front great. Stretch, yeah. uh, down the front stretch, McDowell was like all the way against the inside wall trying to keep water on the tires. The wildest thing. Like, yep. It's like a dirt track guy trying to cool the tires by running you know, down along the fence or in the yep. mud. I was like, what is happening right now? Yep. And he was like leading doing it. Like, uh, turn one that sounds that looks sketchy yeah but that was pretty cool for sure I and, agree. And, and guys running in different lanes just so they could see they don't see that all the roost of the of the of the water too so you had guys all using the entire track and it was awesome i love i that's one thing i really think is great about road course racing it's and i think that's something might be a part of why nascar wants to look at a little more road courses is like you're not gonna i mean yeah you had a weather delay for lightning but you could still run in the rain if you have poor weather. And honestly, it makes people more excited to see it rather than having to come back on a Monday unless it's really bad. But um, Coda Xfinity was uh, better than the Coda Cup race, and it was because yeah. of the rain. It was because yeah. they were slipping and sliding all over the place. It really evens it up. It's just like Formula One. It really evens up the playing field between all the cars and a lot of different strategies. And, and then when it does stop raining and the track starts drying, when do you come to take take those slicks on? Do you want to take that shot? You know, because you put slicks on and you <laughs> you hit one wet spot on the track, you'll be off track, you know? So uh, I, I think that was the best part of the whole race. It was a really exciting start. It was very, you know, there's a lot of hype going into it. And then, then that happened. And then when it did dry out, it still turned out to be a great race. Uh, let's go into the playoff picture a little bit. Uh, Chase Elliott wrapped up the regular season title. <laughs> um, that was my daughter. Just for <laughs> um, no random wife. I don't let her in the house. The random wife, just the one that lives here. <laughs> and she stands here glaring at me. <laughs> so Chase Elliott wins, wraps up the regular season title. Um, that win puts. Kyle Larson in the fourth. You still have Chastain second. I think Harvick is third. Harvick or Reddick. I don't know. But um, yeah. Uh, was there still one spot open going into the final race? Uh, Ryan Blaney. Ryan Blaney and Martin Truex Jr. both had terrible Watkins Glen races. But good thing for both of them. Yeah. 23rd to 24th right next to each other. So nobody really gained too much on it either one. I believe Ryan Blaney has like a 25 or a 26 point lead going into this final race. So they're both probably praying for more, no new winner rather than trying to go out and win a shit show. That's probably going to be. Um, man, this Daytona race is going to be wild. Well, it's a must win for Truex. Yeah. Hands down. Truex yep. has to win. Laney has to go out and wreck everybody that hasn't won yet that looks fast. Or just finish oh, ahead of I'm them. here for all of that. <laughs> or just not be the guy in the wreck whenever the other guys wreck everyone else trying to win the race. Yeah, I think it's going to be a... I, I really thought Watkins Glen was going to be more of a wild card when we started looking at the rain. But it and was all the McDowell. For, and it uh, was with McDowell. McDowell had a great run. there. He was up there. And I'm like, oh, buddy, here we go. Well, we didn't, we didn't talk about. Actually, I forgot about this. The car to beat at Watkins Glen 
was Gilland. Yeah. Nobody had anything for him until he broke his axle. And I thought that was impressive. All right, we can go back to points now. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, just going into Daytona here. We go back a couple weeks ago, like... I see Alex's thing, and I want Alex, to do it. Alex over here saying, I, I'm, "I'm on the train." Like I think this has been his shot, like for two months. This is when they circle, but they they have speed now. But I think his worst enemy was Truex needing that win more in Toyota's eyes. So now it's like, damn, they have to play. If I'm Bubba, I'm making friends all week long. I'm not relying on my teammates outside of maybe Denny Hamlin. Ty Gibbs is gonna go with him. Serious. Um, Can you imagine if Ty Gibbs went to the strikes? I mean, he could, but he's not going to be shoving Bubba to win. His company allegiance is the 18 car next year, boys. Like, so <laughs> we're not even getting the silly season right. stuff. No, what I'm saying is, if, if I'm looking at guys that need to win, I don't know. I wouldn't want to be one of those guys. I want to be Kurt Busch. I want to be a home. <laughs> I think you see Ryan Blaney. Maybe even Martin. I think Martin Truex has to be aggressive. I think you're right, Josh. I think he has to be aggressive until Ryan Blaney wrecks. And then his strategy. And I, I, I think Blaney hangs in the back. I think Blaney has no reason to really race hard until the end. You know what I mean? And just hope that nobody new wins. Even if you have somebody new win, that's not even – because if Ty Gibbs does win, Noah Gregson's going to be in that 62 car. Somebody outside the top 30 – I think Corey LaJoy's outside the top 30. Say those guys are up there. They're not going to matter even if they win. they got to be in that top 30. He only has to worry about a dozen cars winning. So I guess that'll change his strategy probably. But if I'm Ryan Blaney, I'm just riding in the back. If I'm Brad Kozlowski, I got to agree with Blaney. But look back to Daytona in February. Both RFK cars won the duel. And Brad K being a businessman, if he can't win this race, why not shove Christopher Boucher? That's what Junior says. All the way to the damn win. Because in the playoffs, Bush has been running better, right? So he's been running better the last two months. So that's the car I want as a company up there. So I don't know. Dark Horse, RFK. Those are my picks. All right. Jeremy, what are your thoughts on Daytona this week? I think we have no fucking clue what's going to happen, and we're all going to watch. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Is it a Saturday night race? Yeah, should be, right? Usually is. It better be. Sai will not be watching it. Yeah, that means Lincoln, bud. Shit. I'll be watching. Oh, I'm gonna be at Lincoln, buddy. <laughs> Bring all the all the all the heavy equipment. All the all the heavy hitters, man, are gonna be there. I'm gonna I'm gonna put on a show. We're we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna show out with some uh some big time photos Saturday night. Oh, daddy. So I'm gonna be a big old dick around. KR over here says Daytona is going to be won by somebody who's already locked in. Well, the odds are in his favor. I mean, there's there's 15 out of 38 guys, I guess. 15 and, uh, of the best 38 the guys. Best. <laughs> Outside yeah. of maybe Cindric, you got, you got <laughs> the rest of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, that's a good call, though. I, I don't know. Right. I, this time I, of year, this time of I year really, players come to play. Uh, my... Gut is telling me Bubba, to be honest. I really I mean, think we're going to throw a kitchen sink at it. He's really good at those races. He finds his way up there at the end, but anything could happen. It just takes one little small right. move that's the wrong one, and that'll do it. All right. I like, 
Eric, I like Eric Jones. That's that's my pick for the week. Ooh, I like that I pick like that too. too. I like that one. All right. For God's sake, get to the real racing dirt. Okay. Do do? Chase okay. Elliott championship. Calm down. Regular season. Good job, Chase. Don't cry too long about Watkins Glen. All right, dirt. I think. Well, we're gonna go into a little bit of eye racing real quick. <laughs> Which is eye racing dirt? Because we have to. Because twenty-two minutes. Yes. So, uh, let's talk real quick. Full throttle. We ran on Wednesday night, Iowa. Jeremy, <laughs> I just realized how much of a cheese that was. <laughs> this is not dirt <laughs> Iowa, by the way. This is uh, <laughs> not Knoxville, Iowa. This is this not, is not Iowa. Iowa. This is asphalt Iowa in the cup cards. <laughs> Tearing two terrible stuff. Tearing it up in that league, despite what the motherfuckers in that say, in that league want to say. They want to come in, talk some shit about turn Whoa. two terribles and this and that with their sparkle unicorn. To be fair, they were Get taking out of shots face. at a posse guy. It's not even our That's team. true. They're taking <laughs> shots at we know who, FDS. FDS oh, all FDS. day. This is why. <laughs> so, <laughs> never forget. Hashtag never forget. Throw it in the chat. Uh, <laughs> so... Um, Jeremy had a really great run out of all of us. I mean, uh, best car, best car out of all of us. Really ran great. Tell us what happened there at the end, Jeremy. Well, um, it's it's kind of hard to explain how it all kind of went down. I was in contention. You know, it went green all the way till one to go in the entire race, and uh, started you know sixth or seventh. Seventh fell back a little by the end of the first run. Was up there. In the top three, right, the leader's right there. We pitted, and when I pitted, I uh, it wouldn't turn, so I locked up the tires and missed pit road, put it in reverse, backed up, and drove down pit road for my green flag pit stop. Lost. I mean, that was probably a total, you know, eight, nine seconds, came out of the pits um, quite a ways back, and um, Jaden, actually, a uh, satellite part uh, teammate, Miss pit road as well and went a whole nother lap around so i came out he was the leader when we pitted came out and uh he was behind me and i was running uh michael zuver was leader 13 seconds out and i said well boys are got a second place locked up here and then he pits and we didn't know why we were confused so then i'm going along and i'm we're running down what were the leaders at that point on older tires and we we're feeling good about it and all of a sudden i get to the leader that was the leader at the time on the track, and Jaden gets to me at the same time, caught up, blows my doors off, and then all of a sudden, as soon as he passes me, he didn't go anywhere. He used his stuff up. So him and I battled for what was an awesome battle for, I don't know, maybe five laps, side by side. You know, he And then I finally pass him. At the same time, the guy who was 13 seconds ahead of us had pitted, ran us all the way back down. We, I take the white flag as the leader. We go into turn one, and, and Jaden Jaden had got fallen to third, behind the guy on good tires, uh, with one to go, and probably was going to pass me, and I would finish second. Jaden, um, he he wrecked him. Um, <laughs> I mean, Jaden denies any of that, but he was on 40 lap older tires and had no shot to make the corner and used him as his corner and spun the guy out. He did and, a collar. Uh, oh, he, 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 he wrecked him. But somehow the guy didn't spin out completely and he restarted third. 
with good tires and I was a sitting duck. We went through multiple green flag, uh, green white checkers. I actually, the guy on fresh tires, uh, first green white checker, I want to say someone ended up upside down in the crowd. Uh, not good. So I had great restart was good to go. Uh, probably I, I really felt good about that one. We have a yellow right away. We bring it back. And now the, the guy on the freshest tires who ran us down was starting outside the front row. And I got him to jump the start like I did at Richmond. He had to pit. That also caused a caution when he checked up. That caused another caution. So we're on a third green white checker. And I took off, got another good start, and I could not hold the lead. Um, the I ended up getting passed for the lead. I got passed for second. Uh, got passed for third. And the guy blew the corner. Uh, no. Guy blew the corner. Uh, with brand new tires, hits the wall, comes down across, takes me out. Him and I together coming across, start finishing. Chris slides by for third. I get fourth. Um, but led 21 laps. Um, had a great car. Um, really a long run car again. And you know we all thought there was going to be a lot of cautions in that, and they weren't until the very end. No, no, it so, was it was green flag until the last 100, 118 yeah. laps, right? Yeah. Um, was it was a great race. I like Iowa. It was fun. It was it was it was difficult. I can't believe we stretched it out to just basically one stop. One stop race. Never thought we would do that. I thought we were going to pit at lap 40, not 60. It was a 120 lap race. So um, just another week where it was right there for me. Um, But I'll finish one of these off eventually. But it it was a blast. It was fun. Chris, you finished third? Yeah. Josh, you finished sixth? Yeah, it's actually crazy because from (laughs) second to sixth, I thought – I, I thought Chris finished second and I finished third because I was on his bumper because I saw Jeremy and Hitchcock going to the inside sideways. But from second to sixth, there's two tenths of a second difference in between all of us. Facing different directions. Facing different directions. <laughs> it looked like a Daytona was, finish coming across the line with cars everywhere. Yeah, I mean, it was I a did. parking lot, a yard sale, so junk. And Chris slides by and gets a podium, which is great. I mean, it was a great day for us. I didn't deserve it. I finished all. eighth. Yeah. I went from two laps down with 20 <laughs> laps to go. Yeah. So <laughs> I was pretty happy about that. I pitted, I pitted kind of early because I was me and the guy that were the first two a lap down. I was just losing ground, losing ground, losing ground. I'm like, I'm going to go take tires so I know what it's like to pass somebody tonight. And I passed the field and unlapped myself one time. Then we had a green white checker and I got lucky dog and end up getting a top 10 finish out of it so never give up out there to that's just never give up i was ready to <laughs> i was too i was happy with what i did i was i got a black flag on the green flag pit stop I had a 40 second hold uh came out three laps down and was not happy all night and had to stay out on those longer tires and could, had to do it in one you know got one lucky dog got back on the lead lap and made something out of it but it was not very fun I stayed out 72 laps in the first run to get Jaden the pit so I could get one bonus point. And it was just in front of Jeremy, Jaden, and Zuber all fighting for the lead, tail of the lead lap when they all decided to crash, which got me to come around. So that was a good time. Um, All star race this Wednesday. I will not be there. I don't know if you guys are going to be there. That should be fun at Charlotte, the actual all star race as it should be. Ooh, you, you might be coming on Bones. Well, there's also a hard knocks night for DOB that night, so depending on how my tomorrow. Let's get into yeah. that. Let's get into that. DOB, the 360 Knoxville Nationals were last week. Over 100 cars entered. Uh, great event. Um, 
just awesome by those guys. Uh, great event. Um, really, the only person out of all of us was Jeremy to make the main main. Congratulations. Thank you. I had a pretty decent um, prelim night. Uh, yes. I was going to be in about mid-pack in the B main in Alphabet Soup on the final night. If I couldn't run because I went to Bloomsburg uh, for for uh, fan appreciation night. Uh, but I think I would have had a decent try to maybe make in the field. I felt pretty decent that night. Jeremy was definitely one of the best out of all of us. Smeal is just going to be FDS, and Chris had a rough one. I gave it all away. But, <laughs> you know, Thursday was much better. I drove like a sane human on cartoon cars. And, you know, got what I probably should have got given my situation. So, I mean, prelim night, me and Jeremy saw it. He qualified, tied 14th, started third in the heat, and immediately dropped like a rock by being too conservative. And then B main or C main, I guess it was, just completely didn't drive well. Um, so that bears you when you run points. So I'm going to try not to do that tomorrow night. That's the goal. Yeah, Mason Hannigan came down with the win. Him and Aiden Beerline um, definitely – cream the crop out of everybody they were definitely the two best cars they put on a hell of a show aiden was cha- i was watching that feature aiden was chasing them down but uh mason just had enough to hold them off and uh aiden kind of screwed up a little bit on on the final restart i don't want to say screwed up but bobbled a little bit and let mason get away so uh congratulations to him jeremy you had a hell of a run you're almost hard charger i believe yeah my teammate actually stole that from me um and but we 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 got it we had that thing really tuned up for the a main uh made it out of my my qualifying night which actually in 13 minutes starts my qualifying night for the 410s here but uh had a good time trial draw helped out as seventh overall went 53rd in my heat um that was that was clutch right there and, and it got me the a main and honestly the a main i was a you know eighth to 11th place car and uh kind of got shoved out of the way a little bit somebody thought they cleared me on a slider they did not um by about five and a half feet, about half my car. Um, had a little chat after that. It's a good dude, so we, we were good. But then I jumped over someone's right rear tire, trying to be off their right rear, and just kind of put the parachute out and went back. I think I finished 16th in the A. Um, and that placed me 17th overall in points after both nights were done, 20 lock-in. So um, started 17th in the A main, and, and I knew right away with a couple of the changes I made with the setup, I ran the same setup as the prelim night just made a few tweaks to the right rear of these cars to the car and uh just lowered it dropped it a little bit a little more side bite and it took off and i passed a lot of really good cars because we went green for quite a long time at the beginning of that race and i passed most of those under green flag and they were really good race cars and i went 17th to 7th um finished there and my teammate michael sheridan i think came out of the b uh maybe went 21st to 8th 20th to 8th 22nd to 8th so uh, he was a hard charger, and he was right on me at the end. He was actually a little better than I was, and he found something uh, a little sooner than I did, so he actually made up ground on me. But um, we were we were top five cars with track position, so hopefully if we get a good draw here tonight. Um, the change a little bit around. You know, Dirty Old Bastards, great league. Um, Chris has done it the same way for a long, long time, and it's consistent. You know what you're going to get when you go out there every time, and uh, looking forward to a good 410 week. Yep. I-55, they also ran. They've been doing, it's like basically their speed week here. They did the 360 Nationals, two prelim nights on the final night. Then they had two nights at I-55 for the Ironman 55. I ran the prelim night on Friday night. I probably shouldn't have. I probably should have kept it on the trailer. But I had fun. Um, I was the first car not to make the feature, but it is all good. 
It was my first ever race in a sprint car at I-55. And then they had uh, their version of the Capitani Classic last night. Uh, and I had a little bit of a rough go, but it was it's just 60 plus cars almost every night. And it's it's great to see. Uh, they really get a great following. They really do a great job of doing it. You know, you do your single car, uh, single car time trials, all that um, group time, uh, group hot laps, everything. Really try to simulate it. They do the put a lot of work into it with the points and everything. Chris does a fantastic job. And then tonight, here in about ten minutes, you got. I uh, know Jeremy, you're in it tonight. Uh, the prelim night for the four ten, the actual Knoxville Nationals. Yeah. Loaded field tonight. Yes, I mean. Still be every field's loaded. Yeah, uh, everybody in that league is so good that it's really hard to pick one or the other. Like, like tonight, I mean, I mean, you name it, they're they're there. Um, for posse guys, you know, Griffey's there. Ken Baum, Lee Kratz, you know, are heavy hitters. So Warrior, hopefully he gets in. But um, it's just tough. It's a tough deal. It makes it fun. Um, it, it, it's it's one of those things that, like, even. Um, Try just making the B main. Like I was stoked. I was a little disappointed I couldn't run on Thursday, but I was stoked to be like as high up in the points as I was. I made the feature in my prelim night, and just to be in that B main, I felt accomplished. So uh, that just goes to show the level of of talent in the league and 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 in these events because they put it on. They 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 do such a great job. Dirty Little Bastards pretty much plays the outlaws to the posse posse. So uh, we get to link up a couple times a year to do this stuff, and we kind of try to keep it, you know, try to get the posse off the porch and try to go in there and invade. And then uh, when somebody who runs posse every once in a while wins, we try to claim them as posse. That's just the posse way. What can I say? That's right. That's what we do. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure they like us. They won't admit it, but they like the posse over there. Not a lot um, of shit, but we, yeah. they know uh, we're better. We <laughs> We bring them warm and fuzzies. Yeah, I mean, if the winner's anywhere east of the Mississippi, they're posse, so uh, that covers most true. of the field. Yeah, I mean, Chris doesn't really have a choice in it at this point either. He can, you know, uh, throw all the shots he wants that, you know, posse is uh, is the meta. Posse is what runs the show. You know, yep. they're, just, they're just there as a sidebar, and we're going to go race the sidebar that has 80,000 cars. Um, posse so. is a third of the field, so let's be real. Yeah, I'm going to... I mean, Aiden Beerline is the reason why they went to fix setups. Posse, posse ruined it. Posse made to go fix setups. I'm not touching that. Um, yeah. With that said, boys, I'm going to sign off. I know you got Brett coming in here any minute. Yes, um, have do. fun with that. I'm actually upset I'm going to miss it. I love oh, Brett. Oh, uh, now shots are fired. Should be a good time. What is um, Chris, Chris uh, Roberts doing? Or Shade? All right, Fine. all right, buddy. Fine. Jeremy's all right. gonna come get that pre-lift. Right. Guys, answer. we're gonna go. Look, Jeremy, look, Jeremy, we're gonna go through on the podium tonight. Thanks, boys. We'll see you later. So he's going off to do that. We also got posse this week. We got twin twenties tomorrow night. Potentially, we might have to look at maybe switching that. But then we got Tuscaroosa fifty in the national open here in the next month. Um, so those dob outlaws can come yeah. try to try their shot on a real track because. God knows that Knoxville is not a real track. Uh, <laughs> okay. shit for the sake of talking shit, but uh, PA, PA rules, everyone else but, rules. Yeah. And that Point though, you know, the Nats, 360 Nats were a great experience. We had 110 cars, I think it was. There's 120 for the 410s. 
Um, that's fake news. You did not that make that. That's your truth. Um, fake news, bud. That is your truth. Fake news. But anyway, 120 is a posse member, whether you want to, <laughs> whether you want to believe it or not, he is. So 120 cars this week. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We'll see where we end up. Um, I might be with you guys in the D main or the E main or the F main. But either way, uh, oh, pre-show, uh, pre-race show Thursday. Yeah, pre-race show. We're looking at maybe doing a little pre-race show. Um, once we figure out maybe how Mostly to... Um, Alec, Alec is posse, too. He runs almost every week. Throw it at us, bud. They might not be from PA, but when they're running every Tuesday night with us, we're going to count them. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe Thursday night. Uh, we're talking about doing maybe a little pre-race show, probably around this time, around 8 o'clock. We'll preview uh, what happened. We'll review what happened tonight, tomorrow, and Wednesday. We'll preview the the, the big main events for the night. And um, we're hoping once we uh, – we're kind of just little peek into what Turn 2 Terribles is trying to do. We're kind of looking at maybe potentially doing some iRacing broadcasting, and it really uh, makes it a lot of fun and, um, you know – we're we're looking at doing that. We're not there yet, but we can we can do this. We can sit here and talk and bullshit and make fun of you all, you know, and wish that wish that we were as good as you guys on iRacing. So <laughs> So we got a very special guest coming up. Good luck to, for first of all, good luck to everybody in the DOB uh prelim night tonight. Just the posse guys. Only the posse guys. Uh outlaws could all wreck and go over the fence. Does, does Darren race tonight? No. Uh, Darren doesn't race tonight. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we have a very, very special guest. The man that you hear in the intro as soon as you turn on this podcast, Brett Perigo, the legend. He will be on. He's sitting here waiting, and we're going to talk real racing now. You know, not racing, not fake, not cartoon stuff. We're going to talk real racing. Um, we'll be right back. Give us about three minutes or so. Tonight's second place finisher. Plenty of fans here, Brett, and a solid second place finish. Yeah, I got to shout out the uh, Turn 2 Terror Boards over there. Uh, they're all a bunch of good guys to hang out with, talk to. I, I really like them.
All right, guys, welcome back. Coming back with the photo of the week here. Fire boy Jeremy Zarfos over here. And this picture is from Lincoln Speedway on Saturday night. A friend of the show, friend of the posse, posse member, Brett Strickler, in his third ever uh, 410 start. Grabs a podium at, uh, at you know, a, a Lincoln uh, field that had 30 strong. So uh, congratulations to him. This is an awesome photo. Uh, big things happening for him over there. Uh, hopefully we have him on the show maybe in the future. But we got a different Brett on the show tonight. We got the real one. What's up? It's Brett Perigo. What's going on, buddy? Nice to have you. Thanks for coming on. Uh, I know you were working on your car tonight. We had to drag you away from there. How yeah, you doing out there? Doing pretty good. Thanks for having me on the show. How about you guys? Oh, we're good. We're good. I don't know why my camera is all. What did you do tonight? You were gone for three minutes. I don't know. Not a good time. I don't know. I'm blurry it's now. Drinking, it's been drinking for <laughs> eight minutes. Drinking the whole show. <laughs> Gotta come back into focus. I don't know what's going on with it. Whatever, man. You don't need to see me. We need to see Brett. So, hold on. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brett, we wanted to bring you on. Uh, it was pretty awesome. You at Port Royal getting a podium, shouting us out. We really appreciate it. Don't like, worry. I was just surprised as you guys to see that. Hell yeah. <laughs> you should have won. One of the craziest nights ever. <laughs> I mean, I suck at big tracks, so just just running second just it is awesome that night, especially with all you guys there. And yeah, we were definitely cheering you on every single time we saw you go around. You were leading. You had like half that feature. It was great. Um, we're hoping to see you do maybe the same thing on Blo at Bloomsburg on Wednesday night. I uh, tend to run better on the smaller stuff, so hopefully. Hell yeah. Uh, if you guys don't know, Brett runs a, a wingless sportsman. Uh, they are the support class this week for the All-Star Circuit of Champions at Bloomsburg. Um, Brett, you've been kind of – you've been really, really great at Path Valley. You have a couple wins there. Yeah, I actually won opening night, which is, is like, really cool. Just – no, come out of the gate fast like that. It's just it's just special. I mean, like, not like, – there's a lot of people, like, in their career who never won in the opening night show. So it's just – then then I won – couple weeks later i think that i got second at uh at port royal but ever since then i haven't been doing a whole lot fortunately well you've been busy man i mean you your whole family races you uh you and your dad your dad runs usac he runs silver crown he runs sprint cars uh tell us just about a little bit because uh, you, you have multiple people in your family that run uh just give us a little background about your family's racing history yeah, I'm actually a fourth-generation driver. My It's also with my great-grandpa back in 1949, actually. Damn. Uh, I think we had a race car in the family every year since then, except 69 or 70. Right about the year my papa went to the, the Army for Vietnam. Oh, wow. So <laughs> it, it, we missed, I think, one or two years there. But all the other years, we had a race race car in the family since 1949. What was it started out in like 1949? What? What was the race? What, what are you trying to race? Uh, it wasn't, I don't know what you would call them. It would be like bugs or modifieds at like Jennerstown and Wimber Speedway back then. It, it just like, you know, like the old, old tube cars and stuff. 
there's actually a pretty cool picture. Uh, wish I took a picture of it that, that, that we have in our garage. It, it's like, it's about 15 years old now, but it, it was like the 60th anniversary or something. But about like it, it starts out like the very first picture and it shows uh, up until like the end of Silver Springs. I probably have a picture of it. Hold on. That's pretty wild. I, I didn't realize. I knew I knew you were a couple generations deep. I didn't realize fourth generation. That is, that's insane. That's like basically as since racing started. <laughs> well, more or less. Yeah. <laughs> so 1949 all the way to like somewhere in the late 60s, maybe one year off for Vietnam. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so. You guys have been. You guys go on the road a lot. <laughs> yeah, just this past weekend. Well, you guys. I mean, more than, I guess, more than uh, most do. I mean, you guys uh, try to hit most of the. Your your dad, uh, Carmen, runs Silver Crown, and he tries to hit most of the dirt stuff. Am I correct? Yeah, we we do all the dirt shows. That 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 makes sense. I mean, I think last year we skipped out on Terry Hope, but it ended up getting rained rained out anyways. But we especially try to hit the two miles. That's like that's must must go to events. We, we we got kind of burnt on it this past weekend. I mean, not not really. Just like I'll quote what my dad said. He said he'll be disappointed if we tow the Springfield and it, it rains out. And but he said he'll be really pissed off if we stay home and Springfield it ends up racing. <laughs> yeah, it's if you're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Yeah, we wanted to see two new tracks, like Clinton County and Wayne County. The Friday with USAC East Coast and Saturday with Boss. And Wayne County actually ended up raining out, so it, we we only missed out on one one track there. That's not that's not a bad bad batting average there. Well, all the cars. So you run, you run the wing with Sports. Have you ever run with the wing on or no? I never did, but never the, did. The, the car I race did. It's actually my my dad's car back from '98. Oh wow! That's same car and same motors, same everything really. From '98. Yeah. So that that's the old '93 car, or what car is that? Originally, uh, the two A, my, my dad's car. Ah, the not oh, the '93. He he just drove that's for right. a, Biglers in that car. So you, do you want to put a wing on a sportsman? This that class is kind of different. I don't see them as much anymore as I used to. They usually just run at Babs. It seems like. Not really. I mean, I don't have any desire to run, run with a wing. I grew up all around it, just being from Central PA and well, not from Central PA, but racing in Central PA, and just it, I don't I don't see any desire to do that. I, I like I, I like the racing so much more when you head west and take the wings off. Yeah, yeah. Um, give us a little bit of a so. Your dad runs, he'll run a 410, he run, uh, wingless, a 360 wingless, he's got the silver crown. He'll also run a sportsman, am I correct? Yeah, he occasionally gets in a, a Bigler's car still and runs it maybe once, twice a year now. It, it, he tries not to, to run it much anymore just because when, when I'm racing, he's my, my only crew guy. So, so <laughs> if, he's, if he's racing, I'm by myself. <laughs> so, like, oh, thanks bud thanks dad <laughs> so, and he he says he'd much rather help me out and see me run because if we're both out on the track he can't help me with driving he, he, he can't tell me what to do most of the time he's he's in front of me so he can't see me <laughs> it's awesome i i uh you know come check you guys out in the pits every once in a while you guys race and it is it's just 
you and your dad pretty much you know what i mean it's it's really cool to see you guys just do it for the love of it and uh I don't know. It's something I love seeing. I love seeing. I love seeing teams like that, and seeing good guys like you and, and your family. You know, uh, you know, just doing what they love. Yeah, thank you. It, um, it, it, we we definitely live and breathe racing. I mean, I can't tell you how many times in school that that like I, I have to leave early because we race Friday night and stuff. And just, I actually wanted to skip graduation. But my mom kind of got mad at that. <laughs> <laughs> I was supposed to race trailways that night, <laughs> so I had to, had to skip that. You had to skip that on that uh, to graduate, whatever. So we talked, right? So you, we talked at one of the tracks earlier, or at some point earlier in the year. You, you and your dad sit down in what January or so and kind of lay out your schedule for what you want to race, what he wants to race, and how to how that all fits together. Is that? Yeah, like, yeah. That's, crazy that's a lot of dates <laughs> yeah obviously the like silver crown stuff takes priority so, so we fill in all those first then then he kind of takes priority over me for stuff that that we historically run and makes sense like it, it, bridgeport and that delaware and new jersey stuff that's that's pretty far i mean that, that's six seven hours for us so if we're going seven hours we might as well go seven hours west and go to kokomo or Eldora. you know it, it makes more sense so so we kind of skip out on that stuff. We run a lot of the uh, like central PA tracks. We, we go down to Winchester, Virginia. We, if there's anything like different uh, up in New York, like I think 2020, you're supposed to go to Afton and Fonda. We had that penciled in, but of course all that got screwed up. <laughs> yeah, 2020 was a shitty year for some racing, but but yeah. there's, there's some some weekends that I mean we we have three cars ready that that night and. We, we look at the weather and we go wherever the weather's best that night. So awesome. it's it, it's tough to have like an actual schedule on paper. Like people ask like where we're we racing at this weekend and say like either Fremont, Ohio, Path Valley, or Fort Royal. I mean, that's, that's, either of them. And that's kind of where I went with that. Sorry, Jimmy. Because like, okay. I saw like Alex asking, like, oh, where are you going? I get a car, either Hagerstown or there. Like, all right, well, that's a hell of a difference, bud. Like, <laughs> like, like, geez. <laughs> Like, awesome. Yeah, except the silver crown stuff. That's number one priority. We go to those, especially the miles. Why is that? The money or there's just the only about four or five races of those, and there's right. there's only two miles anymore. I mean, it's just like, we really enjoyed that last year at Springfield and Decoin. Not only because we ran good at Springfield, just I mean the whole whole event and the whole history behind it. Everything's right. just special and unique. And my dad seems to run better in that car too, which really really makes up for it yeah that helps sure. <laughs> you guys had a he had a good run at i believe it was Terre Haute earlier this year uh, yeah i think you got ninth or tenth eighth, yeah maybe oh, and that, like that that was i mean it was a hundred laps but man it was cowboy up you know hammered down for a hundred laps that was like a sprint car race for a hundred laps and there was some attrition there but man you're 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 he looked good and that was definitely that was one of the more entertaining silver crown races that I've watched. Oh, yeah, he actually said he broke a rib on like lap fifty or something. He said it, <laughs> it biked up and landed and it hit the seat. He said it actually hurt up until like a couple of weeks ago. It stopped everything. And when I'm saying, I don't know if it's he broken, bruised. He probably or... really broke it. <laughs> it's wild. Um, speaking of USAC, wanted to get your opinion on the current state of USAC because uh, you have a lot of weightless guys throwing the wing and that's kind of why i was kind of 
hinting towards you with the the wing on the sportsman. Obviously, it's different classes. Don't get me wrong, but while wow, you sat guys going to put a wing on, um, I thought it was very interesting. Uh, just last week with the High Limit Series making its debut, how many USAC guys got into a wing ride? Um, and you're starting to see kind of an exodus. A lot of people are kind of complaining about the midget racing a little bit, which I don't think it's as bad as people make it out to be personally. What are your, what's your opinion on on the state of USAC right now? Because you guys, you guys are knee-deep in it. That's what you guys run. Yeah, I mean, you can't blame them for putting the wings on. It makes sense. They pay even more. It's just, it's just everything's... I mean, it's tougher, but it, it just takes different driving style. It, I just wish that money would be would be back in the wingless stuff. I mean, it's, it, it just it's cheaper, and I think it puts on like ten times of a, a, a better show. I agree. I I, I love the wingless stuff. I, I really do. Um, but yeah, you can't you can't deny what with the money and everything. That's where the talent's been kind of going. You're seeing someone like this guy back here, Tyler Courtney. How much? How much? Uh, t- uh, how much success he's had since putting the wing on. And now even Chris Wenham to an extent, he's really improved this year. You got Justin Grant who put a wing on last week. It's, it's, I mean, that it, it's kind of becoming like, instead of guys just staying in USAC, it's kind of like a stepping stone to a wing ride or something else. And um, I think it's good because there's a lot of youth in USAC, but uh, car counts have been dwindling down a little bit, but um I I think that's temporary. I think Courtney really like paved the path for a lot of those wingless guys. I mean, Courtney he he's one hell of a wheel man. He he's he, he can jump in anything he race. I mean, yeah. he jumped in late model and what did he get seventh or something that out of Dora. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, I think a lot of those guys looked at that and think like oh. well, we might be able to do this too. <laughs> Not everybody's Tyler Courtney though, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but you are starting to see you know, some of those guys make that transition over and progressively get better. I've been kind of impressed with Chris Wyndham. I've in the beginning of the year, he was, I mean, I knew it was going to take him some time, but he's been running up in the top 10 every time he's out there. He almost, he had a really good Knoxville nationals actually until he didn't, but, <laughs> but uh, he was impressive. So I just wanted to get your opinion on that because uh, you guys still choose to run that, but you, like you said, you guys have a bunch of different cars. You guys could pick and choose depending on weather. You know, you guys aren't running for points or anything. You guys are running for just the love of it and where you guys want to go and where you guys want to have fun at. Yeah, we actually make sure not to run for points anywhere just just so we don't get screwed up on that. I mean, my dad really likes that Winchester, Virginia Speedway, and if, if we're running like leading boss points and they're out and – Lawrenceburg, Indiana, that night, and it's like, well, oh <laughs> time to go out there and save running Winchester. Just so, so we we purposely skip shows and go other places just to bury ourselves in points that means nothing to us. That's cool. That's cool that you guys make that conscious effort to do that because you guys are at the end of the day, you guys are just you guys are running because you guys love doing it. It's in your blood. It's in your family. You know, it's it's in who you guys are. So. I yeah, really. Yeah, we all work full time jobs. This isn't this isn't like a full time deal. I mean, it's it's just hobby to us. So we're out in the shop every evening till 10, 10 30, 11 sometimes, and you get out there at seven thirty every night. So I know um that was what you were doing tonight. You said you were changing a gear in your car, getting ready for Wednesday. How do you feel about Wednesday? You guys, I know your dad's been there at Bloomsburg and never really <laughs> had too good of a go of it. But well, two completely you... opposite nights. <laughs> Last year, he, uh, he yeah. should have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was running up there, and then 
uh, was it in time trials that he had his? Wreck? I think he made two laps in the heat race. Yeah, <laughs> completely wrecked. It. Brand new car, everything new on it. <laughs> yeah, that was tough. But how do you feel about it? Because it's going to be your first time that you, as a driver, have been able to hit the track. It seems interesting from like a fan standpoint watching it. Like the turn turns one and two is definitely weird entering it. Like it, it seems like you can really overdrive it if you go and just. I don't know, foot too deep, you're, you're upside down. Yep. <laughs> so there's, there's a fine line there, so I, re- I don't really know what to expect to be on it. I was there last week, and, and it's the first race since they had resurfaced it, put new clay down. And it, I will say, because they had wingless and wing 305s, I know they're not going to tear the track up as much, but um, but they even had midgets, and they had the four cylinders all in there. And one and two was so much more smoother. I mean, it's still tight. It's still... <laughs> Like what you're saying, it's tough getting in there, but you don't have the bumping. At least it to me, what it looked like, it there wasn't any of the divots are in there, and it wasn't bumping going into this into that turn. So I think that'll help with some of the racing. It put on a lot of good racing last week. I thought I'm excited. They it did seem like they add maybe a little bit more banking, and they've been doing some different things with the tractor tires. So I'm really interested in seeing how that goes on Wednesday. I hope the track ends up putting on a good show for you guys, and I'm hoping for a prepare go win. I'll have my <laughs> Uh, prep air, air go collection on with the you know the fire ass shirt and hopefully be down there in victory lane with you i hope so too <laughs> um so just kind of before we go into uh the rest of pa dirt here uh you guys have a little bit of a connection with the the, the shuttleworth stamen 23 um we kind of heard about that from you a little bit before it kind of came officially kind of gave us some hints which we appreciate uh, when with the whole move with Devin Borden, uh, just talk to us about that a little bit. That's mostly like like my dad's deal. I mean, it, all my dad's stuff is owned by John Stamen. It's all it's all in the same shop. It's just we we are we completely take care of our own stuff. I mean, John's just like like the sponsor, like like money guy here and all of it, which is like the best deal to have, I guess. Just, yeah. It, it, he lets us run wherever we want. We can tow to California if we want to. And he, he wouldn't care. I mean, it's, it's like an awesome deal to have. And my dad, he, he earned that throughout his whole career. I mean, he raced for 30 years under his own dime and just, and, and trying to, trying to make things work. And, and especially got tough tracks, Silver Springs getting 60 cars each week and winning championships. If some of those guys see the choppy race out of and stuff that we straighten and, and fix and put put silicone in, in our tires when they get holes in them. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. You're, you're like, oh, yeah, I took some parts from, uh, I guess, uh, what did you say? You built like a whole front axle? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, from a bunch of bent parts from, from Borden's car. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just straighten them out, and now they're on my car. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, John will give me, like, uh, actually – I probably has some more for me Wednesday. Gives me like I got a hub that he bent, so I tear it apart. The spindle is good, and and the other one he gives me the, the spindle is bent, but the hub's good, so I put that together. And I, I make one and buy myself a, an axle tube or straighten what they give me, and that's, I, mean, that's I, I just start piecing stuff together just, just to make stuff work. That's what I love about you, man. I love hearing that type of stuff just because you guys just are you're just racers and, you're, and you guys know how you guys build your own cars and everything and it, it, build and, build our own motors and everything. Man. My dad, he has a full engine shop. He dinos all of them and it does everything. So I probably that, that Goodyear tire little <laughs> purchase <laughs> wheel and deal. <laughs> 
dirt Goodyear tires. That was yeah, how, my how, favorite story. How many different ever. brand of tires do you think you have in your shop right now? <laughs> oh, this, well, <laughs> I, I definitely there's a uh, there's a Firestone Drag 300 upstairs. <laughs> I, I, I did see that because I was digging through a bunch of old tires. There, there's a uh, McCreary, which is American Racer, but there's a stack of McCreary tires up there. Uh, it's all, I think all oh, that's late model stuff, but uh, we got American I, I Racer. Wheels. <laughs> we got got Hoosier, uh, of course. Goodyear. We actually have a couple old Goodyears, like the the white white leather Goodyears from back in the day. So uh, what is that? Six. Yeah, Six that's... different like sidewalls. <laughs> or are you getting one from like Australia or something? I I talked to them earlier in the year, but I haven't heard anything back from them. The, the, Dirt X tire. I mean, I, I don't know what their deal is or what what happened there. <laughs> I told them I, I'd be interested in running them because I'll run anything. <laughs> we, we don't have a tire rule. I, I was half tempted to mount up that Firestone Drag 300, but <laughs> I don't know if my pap would like me bur burning that off racing or not. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Yeah, I, it's, it's, I love hearing that type of stuff, man. It's just, it's uh, inspiring, really. I mean, it's just, it's just like back to the why we're race fans is seeing guys like you and your family right there. We're like, you know what? We don't need that double stack trailer and whatever to kick your ass. What does this be better? Yeah, than you? yeah absolutely. Like, it's great and it's it's fun to watch. <laughs> Thank you. So let's just recap the week in dirt here while we have you here. You can get your opinion on some of this stuff. Um, KR over here saying, heck yeah, doing what it takes to race. You know that's that's what we love as race fans, man. That's a, that's why we're all here. But uh, Steve Buckwalter gets the win, which that's kind of another like he's a racer, man. Like he's just a guy; he'll jump in whatever. And and but getting a uh, nice win at Williams Grove. That Stamen Shuttlesworth number twenty three, Devin Borden finishing second, and Lance DeWeese charger from eighteenth to third. Um, Chris, you were the, you were not there. That's that's a Williams. I can't hear you. Wait, that break it. I don't know if it's me or you. It's Chris. It's Chris. Okay. About now. I think, yeah, you're good. Yeah. Stupid mic. I haven't been to Williams Grove since before Pocono. Let that sink in. It's interesting. Yeah, it's almost a month and a half, and I've actually been there gonna... twice. You've been at Lincoln, and Twice maybe be a, you might be at Bloomsburg. I'll be at Williams Grove Friday. I can confirm. <laughs> also, um, so, just a quick update: Austin Griffey's currently quick time. Woo, Griffey, let's go through one group. Continue on. <laughs> um, Logan Wagner got a victory at at Port Royal. He was fifth one of the year. Dylan Sisty second. Blaine Hine bought third with a flat tire in victory lane. Uh, Logan just pretty much well on his way here. I mean, there's only a couple more races left before the, like, honestly, uh, the points are wrapped up. He would have to not be there or his dad would have to yeah. take it from him. <laughs> yeah. You're talking about yeah. Port, you guys going to go to the, the Lucas show at Port next week? I do not plan on it, no. I actually plan on being there Friday and Saturday. My my great uncle was actually run a, uh, a modified. Oh, no shit. Well, that changed well, that's cool. <laughs> well, because we're gonna be well. Because well, you got we, you got camping, you and, you after, and you're camping. We're starting camp basically there the weekend after where you are. I'm not. But. Yeah, 
I don't plan. I plan on going. Me personally, I plan on going to uh, Bloomsburg on Wednesday. Clearly, I was thinking about maybe trying to do another race either Williams Grove or Lincoln this weekend. But then we're gonna be at or we're gonna be camped out at Port Royal for basically a week and a half. So oh yeah, for the whole whole Labor Day and Tuskegee yeah. stuff. We'll go up that Thursday, fair right before fair opener. Go set up. I got a concert to go to that Friday, but then I'll be back for Labor Day Classic and all. I'm planning on all three nights for Tuscarora 50, even though I'm going to have to go to work from Thursday to Friday and drive back and forth. But uh, I'm going to try to make that Labor Day race. I think Sportsman's run, run that night too. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't think you two run the four cylinders. I didn't know what else two were running. It, it, that's going to be tough. I mean, that's a day we, show. We, Yeah, that's the issue. We, we just run the coin uh, on Saturday night. So Ooh. we got got to drive 12 hours home. Then uh, me, me and my dad used the same trailer because we can't race on the same night. So I got to unload all his tires and parts and everything and load up, uh, fill up all the fuel jugs and load up all my stuff and get my car ready. Yeah, I, I don't know if we will be able to make it or not. Well, we hope to see you there. I didn't know that the sportsmen were running on Labor Day. That's pretty odd. Labor Day Classic is one of my favorite races of the year. I love daytime, uh, daytime races. I know sometimes it can rubber down, but... I still think Port's like one of the best tracks that you could have a uh, a hot day race at. You know what I mean? And and um, I don't know. I always love that race. I think it's always one of the best ones of the year. Um, so yeah, well, I hope to see you there. Uh, I'll probably definitely be there in in person if I don't have a car. Which I definitely plan just to hang out with the uh, Stamen and Borden guys. We're gonna have the camp degen out for the turn two terribles. Uh, We'll have the, uh, I don't know, what am I trying to, the, the Turn 2 Terribles campus up up there. <laughs> or anybody listening who might else also be there, just hit us up on one of our social medias or whatever, and we'll let you know where we're at. We'll probably let you know where we're at. You'll, you'll probably fucking know. You'll know. You'll know. <laughs> this is working on making sure it's well known. Visually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, merch drop. Uh, Lincoln on Saturday night. Matt Campbell gets the win. Chris, you were there for this. Kyle time. Moody second. <clears throat> Brett Strickler in third. Third start in a 4-10. And he gets a podium. Um, he started up there. Oh, uh, you too far. Did you mention Jordan Gibbler's top 10 at Williams Grove? No, I did not. Did not That's realize he was top Jordan 10. Jordan Gibbler finished That's out to Continue on now. I didn't Sorry. realize that was Strickler's only third start in a 410. Yeah. That, that's pretty impressive. And he was fast. And he, he, was, started, he won the heat. He started, he started, he started third. second or third. He started, he started third. third. He was flying in the heat, man. He got out and was gone. <laughs> like half a track, like or a quarter track, gone. And it looked smooth sailing. Like he was hitting his lines. Everything was just sharp. Uh, caution him with like one to go in the heat. Got away with that. And then he was actually getting ready to take the lead in the feature. Him and Bree Hershey were kind of going at it. Um, and the caution came out. And kind of, I think it was going to get real spicy. They are catching traffic. And they kind of broke away a little bit for everybody else. And they, um, caution came out on that restart, I guess. He went low. And uh, Bree went low. And it just kind of, you know, he saved the race car, saved the race. But still, top three, hell of a run. I mean, Matt Campbell and Moody and Raymer were passing everybody, and Brett Strickler was right there. That's awesome race. It was fun to see. 
it's a good night for me. I mean, Gibbler and him both were great in the heats. Kyle Keen was great in the heat. Yeah, Kyle Keen had a good night. I think it, he had to pull off, though, in his. Yeah, something, uh, he was running top 10 in the feature and then just he pulled off there right around halfway. Um, I did thought it, I, I thought it was so interesting with Brett. Uh, you look at the results from Lincoln, and you know, I think who's uh, Bree Hershey and Michael Millard started in front of right. him, front row, and yeah. but you go and look at the results, and they have the plus minus next to where they finished. And there's so many guys around Brett that were like plus seven, plus eight, plus 12. I think Freddie Raymer came up like almost 16 positions or something like that. He came from the B main. Gave him yeah. 21st. So, so uh, Brett was the only one in the top 10 who didn't have a plus next to his name. He's the only one that kept this position up there. Everybody else just, you know, fell down to yeah. the back. So that that's, I think that was the most telling thing to me of it all, of how, how strong he was, because there are a lot of other good cars that started around him up front and they all fell back. And then the other guys passed him and he did not get past. He held his own. So. Shouts out to Brett. That was really it was really awesome to hear and really awesome to see. Another thing awesome to see is Brett Marks, another posse win outside of posse country up in New York with the All-Star Circuit of the Champions. Justin Peck also with a win on Saturday night. Sunday got rained out. And Brett Marks finished third in that race. And Brett Marks. Brett Marks is just he's Brett Marks. He, uh, best four ten driver of the year. He's pretty much he's gotta just, be. He's gotta be. No, I mean he's just like Jeremy's almost just. He, he's just trying so hard to be like Jeremy. Stop. Listen, listen. I love Jeremy. You gotta stop. You gotta stop feeding his ego, man. You gotta stop feeding his ego. Never. <laughs> Speaking of Jeremy, uh, I always thought he always a little bit intimidated by me. He, he left right before I came in here. I mean, I saw, I yeah. saw him sneak out. Yeah, yeah well, he's. It's because he's well, running he's, DOB. He is. He might yeah. get just hide. He just hide. Uh, track slowing down heavy. Gritty still Gritty break it up. Time. Go down. Hello? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we got you. All right. Well, Griffey still quick time. Uh, Griffey. He's going to be. You're breaking up. We'll say. never know. We'll, we'll, never we'll never know what Jeremy's going to do. I wasn't Let's saying anything. Back. That was what I was Let's doing. Get, I don't know. Let's get back to real racing. We'll talk about cartoons later. Uh, Carson Macedo wins Jackson Nationals. Uh, Logan Sharp won the day race. Another race got rained out for the World of Outlaws. Nobody really cares about any of that. I didn't watch any of that. I don't really care. I mean, I watched um, it. I mean, I watched the last lap pass. Last lap pass? Really? Schubert, yeah. Passed him back from the last lap from what I was watching. Oh. Yeah, yeah, down the back stretch. Yeah. I didn't see anything. Good job, Jimmy. Anything, so. Good job, bud. I watched it. Yeah. Uh, I had nothing else to do in the truck <laughs> riding home from from Springfield. So I was watching that the whole day. Yeah. Um, Jimmy, it. <laughs> what about us? They go to North Dakota this week. They go to River Cities, which I think is a great track, and they also go to Red River Speedway. All Star Circuit of Champions. So this is really when PA really heats up. That's their last hurrah of the year. Uh, we got the All-Star Circuit of Champions coming in five nights straight. They go Bloomsburg, Bridgeport, Williams Grove, Lincoln, and then Bedford. Honestly, weather looks pretty good, especially on Wednesday. Bloomsburg, baby, let's go. If you can get out, get on out there. If not, watch it on flow. Uh, then 
think I think All Stars go to Attica for a weekend, and then they end up coming back for Tusky Fifty. So, um, and then a little bit after that, you'll have Natty Open. So, uh, really, uh, we're in the home stretch here. It's kind of weird because in Posse League, we're talking about uh, the last couple races to wrap up the points, and then it's like, holy shit, we're gonna be crowning in the next three weeks. Here, we're gonna be crowning track champions. It's coming to the end of the year, guys. It's, this whole year just went way too fast. It went way I'm too fast. I agree with Brett. This. I'm like, we were just at Pocono. Like, it's a not weeks time to be cold like, yet, boys. It's not time to be trapped in my house listening to snowfall nonsense. That I don't know how it was in central PA land, but I mean, like, a, a lot of our stuff got rained out too. So we, we actually had like four or five weekends off of racing this year, which is like very rare. And normally we have like one. And so normally, normally in like October. <laughs> I've gotten lucky. I think Grove Wise being my bar measure. So I missed one race because of a rain out. And that was it. And since I haven't been there since what? Speed Week, I think was the last time I was there. Uh, maybe one race after that. So, but I mean, schedule got busy. I've been doing other things. We've gotten lucky down here. Like yeah. Grove is either stole some shows away or. Or yeah, early in Lincoln stole a couple shows away. I think Central PA has really gotten lucky. I think maybe compared to last year and everything, there was a lot of rainouts last year. I mean, we lost like two straight months almost to rain. And this year, it, the weather's been dry as shit. Like even when you know we had a couple postponements here and there, but we haven't really lost too many races this year. Even so, Port gets their four ten feature and then it rains. It's like dang. Yeah, yeah. You're like stealing. Yeah. Every, you're stealing everything away from like at least on the sprint car side. And I was actually at Lincoln that night. I didn't even know it was going for rain. I'm like, wait, Ford had got yeah. rained out after the four tens. Like, what is going on? The only place it ever rains is Bloomsburg. I swear to God. <laughs> it's like every single week. A couple of weeks ago, I went to fan appreciation night. When I woke up that morning, it was zero percent chance of rain. I'm not trying to jinx it because right now it's zero percent chance of rain for Wednesday. But when I went a couple of weeks ago, zero percent chance of rain. I get into the grandstands, I crack open a beer, and that's exactly when it started raining as soon as I opened up my beer and then they ended up having to cancel it. So maybe you shouldn't open up your beer, but I was going to drink it anyway. <laughs> yeah, I had like f three or four races at like at the beginning of the year, just rain out. Uh, I won, won the first one that then my uncle actually won the second one. I won the third. And, but, but I mean, we were supposed to have like, I was supposed to run five straight before my dad even started. And we got three of those in. And there was supposed to be a couple more after he started, and a bunch of those rained out. So I, I feel like I missed out like half my races. Yeah. You got, you got, yeah, you've <laughs> 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 just been showing up to work, bud. You're trying to get a race, no car. Mother Nature goes, Not today, son. <laughs> so just uh, one more storyline with the All Star Circuit of Champions before we get into drinking and dumping. Uh, Anthony Macri will be running that 11 car, filling in for Parker Price Miller. How many wins do you think he gets? Because I think that car is. You heard it. I just said none. Zero. You said none. I think he takes Bloomsbury. It's so hard. It's I think so it... hard. It's so hard. To... Unless he has some of his guys coming over to help, it's so hard to do that. Nothing against them or him. It's just different. I mean, I could be crazy. I don't drive a race car. Brett does, but just from what I've seen. Drives a strong word. I'm like eight minutes ahead of you. But yeah, it's just hard. I don't know. I, I get it. I just think that car is good. 
I, Macri's already went through. He's won with Shuttlesworth, and he's also sure. won with Burning. You know, wrenching it, changing shocks, and and all that. So that you're kind of changing. You know, I get it. I get what you're saying. I think this obviously is kind of a precursor to next year. I think not necessarily that Macri's going to go and take that ride or anything like that, but I do think Macri goes. He has to get into a ride uh, and to either go on the All-Star or the Outlaw Tour. I don't think that 39 goes out on the road. And I think he's kind of putting feelers out right now. I, I, I still think he goes either into that Roth or the, he goes into the Casey Kane camp in, in some way, shape, or form. If it's not next year, it's the year after. I think they get him in there. Wild prediction. I know. But um, I, I he won. He Macri has won four out of his five all-star races, one of them being Bloomsburg. He's really strong there. That 11 car was quick time that night. I know it was Parker Price Miller, but I'm just saying that car is strong. I could definitely see him taking down at least one win, if not two. Honestly, what I noticed about this racing stuff, just from being around it and racing myself, it's it's 80% mental and 20% car. I mean, if you if you have your head on straight, and you're, you're going to run good that night. I, I I think Macri has a lot of confidence right now, and that's one. And I think he's looking at, he might be looking at that car and being like, "Hey, this might be a step up," and have more confidence than he maybe deserves, and can go out and steal a couple wins. Just having the confidence and, and being thinking right, and just all that. I mean, that's way more than having having the car that's right. I mean, just look at Kyle Larson two years ago. That you really think he had, he had the best car every night? No. There's there's some nights you put someone in that car. I bet I bet they could only manage twentieth or twenty second. But he just had in his head this I'm gonna win tonight. Straight up. Yeah, I agree. I the, the once you get rolling and you get on a momentum swing, I think it was a big part of Brent Marks is he's been on he's just been on a tear, man. I mean it's just hot drivers stay hot, you know. So I'm excited for this week. I'm really, you know, excited for this and we got Dirt Classic coming up. We got we got Natty open, we got Tusky fifty. It's a great time to be a PA spring car fan. So, we're going to go into our final segment of the night. It's called Drink It or Dump It. Drink It or Dump It, please put it in the comments who your picks for Drink It or Dump It may be for tonight. Um, Drink It, who do you want to give a cheers to? Who do you want to give some props to for running well or just doing something, you know, whatever? Anything in the motorsports world, dump it. You know, it could be a sympathy dump. It could be a you dump. You know, it could be any one of those. Um, so, uh, Josh, let's go with you first. You're going to be mad you chose that because I'm taking your dump it. Oh, no. Oh, yes, let's do it. So, my drink it is actually a weird one, but my drink it is Ty Gibbs. His... He didn't run well, but it's his first road course in the new cup car. And he's just showed up and he keeps getting these rides over and over. And he didn't do what I expected him to do and show up in cup and drive like he is an Xfinity. He's shown up in cup and drove like a rookie. And he's just putting in the time and he's doing a good job. And this, this experience, especially on this road course, I think it's going to be huge for him next year. I agree. Yeah. And then my dump it is is Kimmy. Just great opportunity, great. Four went out, four went out for the homie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, that was tough. 
that was real tough to watch, I think, because he's top 10. I don't think that he was going to be. People were starting to have some crazy, you know, thoughts like, oh, Kimi Raikkonen's going to win this race because it's raining or whatever. Like, there's people like really talking that shit. And I'm like, all right, he could have a good run, but like, a good run for him was like just stay in the top 20. When he ran that entire second stage in the top 10, I'm like, holy shit. You know, you never know. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah that was tough to see. That was tough to see. Um, yeah, that's a good drink and dump it. Uh, Brett, let's go to you next. What do you think? Oh, I don't know. I mean, my drinker might probably have to go like someone like Borden. He's been he's been close. He's getting second and get going forward every night. I mean, that, that means a bunch. Just it. Even if you aren't winning yet, just starting and back and going forward means a bunch. He's got to put, put a whole night together. And my dump, it's probably got to go to that Perigo guy. I mean, he hasn't done shit since April. <laughs> <laughs> he sucks. No way. No way. <laughs> Chris, what about you? Uh, drink it up. I mean, you, you can't go against Brett. Uh, Strickle here. Um, hell of a run watching it. Um, that was there. It was awesome. Um, I love seeing, obviously, guys like, like even if it's Brett Perigo here at Port. Same kind of idea. I mean, it was just me and Brielle there. Jeremy we didn't have quite the rowdy audience, but I mean, it was still cool to see when you have guys that you like know, whether through iRacing or, or otherwise, um, doing well, especially that early on. So you got to do it for uh, for Brett Strickland, drink it up for him. But shouts out. Oh. I had this one locked down, but I think I changed my mind. For some reason, I struggle with dumping. I don't know why. I guess because I hate everything. Well, Smeal hasn't raced in two weeks. So <laughs> yeah, it's been hard. It's been hard. <laughs> no, not racing. I, I dodge. I don't even give him the time of day. FDS. So, um, <laughs> we can come back. We'll read some comments yeah, here. Come- Come back. Let's read some comments here. Seal City Demon says, "Drink it to Brett." That this is FDS himself. Drink it to the Brett Dietrich. <laughs> Drink it to Brett Dietrich. That's fucking FDS too. <laughs> just, he's, uh, FDS. Fucking <laughs> Brett Dietrich. Who is Brett Dietrich? Come up, Brett right. Dietrich. One, two in New York. Did that happen? Yeah, yeah. Well, what is that? What is that gibberish? He's gonna dump it. It's Jersey. It's Jersey. He's gonna dump it to shitty New York tracks where cars end up in the weeds. I think that was kind of like a yeah. I get that. I mean, it took him a while to get him out, but that's what Smeal's doing too. I do Uh, want to drink it to uh, Blue and uh, Bacon. Yo, the (laughs) t-shirts. That's the both of their t-shirt games are on fire right now. If you haven't seen it, go check out their social media. Uh, they're just leaning into the beams. I love it. I love when these because Logan Wagner was doing it early this year. You got these guys doing it. I love the it. We did it with the whole cherry picking. Yeah, thing. Oh, that was the, that was who was really started it. Andy May actually started it. I remember going up last year at Sealands Grove to go buy that shirt. I'm like, just give me the cherry picker shirt. <laughs> I loved it. It's so it's such a good shirt. It was I just great. love how everything turns into a shirt anymore. I mean, even Bacon when he flipped out at Terre Haute, <laughs> that yep. turned into a shirt. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah, shout out to that. Shout out to drivers with fire ass t shirts. The best one though is the Prep Perigo 2A t shirt. No. Let's let's be real. Uh Brad Ferry over here. Drink it to Chris Roberts for always adjusting and keeping a good place to cartoon race. I will cheers to that. DOB has had uh always been a good place to race. 
at putting on these big events, it's very hard to get more than a hundred guys to come out and, you know, and, and split up the nights and everybody stay in line and keep a hundred bunch of baboons in line. And Chris Roberts might <laughs> yeah. do it. So cheers to him for sure. And KR over here saying, my drink it is Chase Elliott, not t- uh, not taking the uh, post-race stir the pot shit from the reporter. My dump it goes to not getting to do the DOB Nationals. Oh, yeah. Uh, I hear you. That sucks, KR, man. But, yeah, I, I, I agree with the Chase Elliott stuff. Um, you come up with a dump it yet, Chris? I, mean, I think it was Kimmy. I have just that shit left for him, but... Um... I don't know. I think if you're, I guess David or Todd Gillen, I should say, it sucks. There's a yeah. lot of bad well, ones. That's a like, good that's, one. That's a rough one. Like running up front, because like I saw it, because I knew McDowell was up there. That just shows you how fast those cars are at those things. Um, and and that's just what it is. But I don't know. I I had too many. I think Kyle Keen. That's my dump it. <laughs> Tough break for him. Yeah, that sucks. He's there every week. Doing yep. things, learning, and every time he shows speed, something happens. Whether it's a crash, not his fault, or part failure, shit like that. It's just, it's like, damn. Um, so that's it. Kyle Keen, dump it only for his luck, not because of the person. Drink it up for the person. He can go drink it up with Brett Strickler, but dump it for the luck. Damn. I agree with every single one that you guys said. I think they're all great picks. I think Kimmy was the one I had because I heard him like, damn, because I was going to be proving you and Jeremy wrong. Because I said top 10 last week's show. And he was doing it, and you all thought I was crazy. It's funny when it happened with Todd Gilland, I was like, "That's my dump it right there," because that was the best car on the track. And then I forgot about that. I didn't. This is like, damn it! I was gonna show these MFers. <laughs> so, I drink a dump it this week. <laughs> uh, I don't like that. Oh, that's hold on. Before we do this. We're gonna have a whole graphic to go with it too. This is gonna be no, no, kinda. You oh, can do your well, thing first. Yeah, hold on. We're gonna before I get into this because it's just gonna. I want to. Brett just sent me. Uh, sent me this. Uh, all four generations. Oh, it's gonna be sick. Of the Paragos. Hold on. Let me get this off the screen here. That's pretty awesome. Look at little Brett right there. <laughs> That is awesome, dude. That is, and that's the two A that you run now, pretty much, right? Yeah, that's actually the exact same motor and same car, and probably even the is, same tire, to be honest. That is insane that you're running that now. That's your dad on the right. Yeah, grandfather right above you, and then your great grandfather to the left. Yep. That is that is awesome, man. That's an awesome picture. Yeah, it is. And it's just insane that you run that car now, like you know, like it's. It was definitely special, like when I got my first win last year. And uh, th- th- there's a picture, just me and my dad. I think I was a, a little bit older, but like they, they re- recreate that picture, just like, but o- opposite roles, you know. Yeah, yeah and uh, and Jay Z does work for Bob Ruth yep. Ford. Yeah, look at that. That's awesome. Yeah, how about that? I love that. Cool. That needs to get into our slideshow, I think, in the beginning of the show. Wow. <laughs> Um, so before we get into my drink it or dump it, it's also going to be fire off. Oh, my drink. No, my dump it 
I'm gonna start with my dump it. My dump it is for you, Chris Lynn. Oh no. And David Smeal, FDS. Because you motherfuckers said that Kyle Larson fell oh, off. Here we go. And he is my drinker for the week. Kyle Larson with the sweep. You say he falls off. No, 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 no. I get to speak now. I get to speak now. After a show a couple weeks ago when we had Smeal on, we had a big conversation. I don't want to call it an argument. We had a conversation. We had a big conversation. You know what? Griffey. Tell me, give my balls a hug and rip the cuss your goddamn right. I'm about to right now. Saying Kyle Larson fell off. Kyle Larson's not winning 30 races. He just doesn't have the fire anymore. He won the Chili Bowl. He won the Knoxville Nationals. He won the Kings Royal. He won the NASCAR Championship. He just doesn't have the fire anymore. He doesn't care anymore. He fell off. Motherfucker goes, what sweeps a road course? He guy comes from the B main. In the Oxford Nationals, almost damn near wins the, th- the thing. Or it didn't come for the B-Main, but basically had to start back there because he blew a tire in the beginning. Saying he fell off because he doesn't have the fire anymore, Kyle Larson's just wired different. None of that, sh- like, those are accomplishments, but he ain't ever going to race any differently until he actually slows down, which is years away. So this, to, to have the balls to tell me that Kyle Larson fell off. How dare you? <laughs> How dare you? That's right. Jimmy, I talked about your ball stress in this podcast, and I don't get a shout-out. F you, and I hope I see you tomorrow. <laughs> he did talk about my balls first. I don't know why my balls are being talked about so much, but I appreciate it. Most that my balls are ever talked about. Let's be mm, not touching that. <laughs> no, so, like that. Wish you weren't so fucking awkward, bud. <laughs> so, my drinking is Kyle Larson. Shouts out to him. Uh, sweeping Watkins Glen, starting the new High Limit series. They had a pretty decent start. You know, getting he into he some won- different things. Jimmy, he only won the cut race. He learned from Ty Gibbs the day before. Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Listen to this guy. Oh, and I guess he got he got lucky, you know, to win that. Yeah, AJ did. AJ know. fell off. He didn't. He didn't give a fuck, so he just let him win. This guy. This easy. guy. Stay it's off the weed. Stay easy. off the weed. You don't want to get so bent out of shape. So. Well, that's my drink and dump it this week, and it's also our fire off segment. Did you say it? The dumping is you and FDS. That's the dumping. The dumping is Chris Lynn and FDS. Both of you right here. Dump it out. You both suck. You're both wrong. I mean, I'm the one getting both wrong. Yeah, well, you both, you're both trash. Give your balls a tug. <laughs> so, shout out to Griffey. He got quick time, I guess, tonight. Yeah, Brett, then he did, he did things. well, Griffey's going to do Griffey things. Brett, I want to thank you so much for coming out and hanging out with us. It's glad to finally you. have you on the show. The voice to give us a shout out in, in uh, a podium interview is is just awesome. And I wish nothing but the best for you. But I see you Wednesday, and I hope that you burn it down because if you win, I am burning <laughs> to the ground. 
<laughs> I just want to thank you guys for, for all the support and, and everything you guys do. I mean, it, it's actually awesome giving the races and seeing, like, out of turn two, a bunch of arms and stuff fly, fly up in the air. <laughs> yeah, we don't get to see your race very often, but when we do, you know, we make sure you know we're there. So, <laughs> But uh, we, we, we want to see all of our you and everybody that we know succeed you know uh it just makes everybody better i hope so uh thanks for so much for coming on hope to help maybe have you on again maybe in the off season or something when you're not so busy we've got a bunch of off weeks coming up here so I yeah we're we are going to be looking for some guest hosts we're all gonna need some you know here here around weeks. <laughs> <laughs> so again thank you so much for coming on thank you guys all in the chat hanging out with us kr Smeal, uh, Chris Roberts, everybody with DOB, thank you all so much. Uh, make sure to hit like and subscribe, you know, all that stuff. Um, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you all for coming out. Tonight's second place finisher. Plenty of fans here, Brett, and a solid second place finish. Yeah, I got to shout out the uh, Turn 2 Terror Boards over there. Uh, they're all a bunch of good guys to hang out with, talk to. I, I really like them. <laughs>